We have a big dream and that is to, to hold space for cracking some part of the nut of conversations and how they change us and our organizations. Hi Steve. Hi. Welcome to this first episode. We are here to talk about how changing conversations can change organizations. Yes, and we've realized that in many organizations, meetings or conversations are not what they are supposed to be. And uh, sometimes we, we waste our time, we waste our energy, we waste our lives, and people just show up. So we've decided to do something about that and share our insights on how you can leverage conversations to, to change the organization. And, and hopefully, we will bring maybe two or three concrete ideas in every podcast that you can turn into something that makes your next conversation or your next meeting different. So through talking to some really cool business leaders, thought leaders, maybe some academics along the way, we'll be exploring together and together with listeners. The ambition is that this is the most curious place when it comes to exploring what a conversation can do. few months ago you came up to me or we were in a conversation where you said there is something about conversations and how they change organizations and should we not explore that so many months later here we are but what was it that um, added up together to to lead you to okay let's explore that topic a little bit I think I started to see my life in organizations as a series of conversations. So suddenly I looked at my, my work life as a series of conversations that could either be really, really good or not so good. And it, and it forced me to bring attention to how I show up to those uh, conversations and how, how conscious I am uh, in the, those conversations. Um, so that was kind of my, my initial starting point. But you were also a little bit pissed off about something, if yeah, yeah, <laughs> if we're yeah, honest it, yeah, about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I was, and I am frustrated, to be honest, about the level of conversations that we have in organizations. Any organization, almost, I can think of. There is this feeling that we are, we are, we're, we're wasting time and we're wasting energy and we're wasting life, if you may, by being part of conversations or meetings, if you may, that doesn't really bring what they could bring. And if you think about it, and especially white collar workers, maybe spending, I would say, 80, 90% of their time in meetings, conversations, it just, for me, it's almost like physical, painful to think about the waste of energy and the waste of human potential so I, I i am i am a little bit not pissed off but i have a big dream on behalf of us as leaders to change that yeah and and the perspective i'm coming from which when you brought this topic up to me i you know bearing in mind that there are so many clever people both young people coming out of uni or people who've been in the workforce for a long time. But what happens 
when people come out of uni, which is something that I've maybe been witnessing a little bit closer in the last few years, is that you come into the workplace and you're super energized and you kind of have uh, so much energy to save the world, to make a difference in the world. And then what happens when you've been there for a few years is that you kind of this energy gets stripped away by something and my experience and my hypothesis would be that the conversations that we're in have a role to play in terms of that energy um being stripped away as well so so when when you came to me with that sort of question should we not look into this you know I thought, yeah, let's let's do that and let's take advantage of this really cool community of people around us as well who who know something about this this topic and and explore it together with them. So were there some people or some conversations that you have had that specifically led you down this track as well? Yeah, there there were several. I I think the starting point for me was uh, was reading a book called Chasing Daylight, and it, it was written by the former CEO of KPMG way way back fifteen twenty years ago, and he got diagnosed with an inoperable brain cancer and was told that he had hundred days left to live in, and um, he cancelled all his meetings or conversations. And he committed to himself that he would every day create a magic moment in a conversation with someone. And he started to do that and he got more and more into it and start, uh, ended up by having several, you could say, magic moments that he took responsibility for creating every day. And he ended up concluding that the last hundred days of his life were by far the most meaningful that he had lived. And he was thankful for the fact that he got the chance to create these magic moments. And and for me, it was just a reminder of, okay, would it be possible to commit to that broadly speaking and own the responsibility for creating, he called it magic moments. You could call it a great conversation, whatever. And, and I think it is. And I think when you start looking at it at that granularity, we realize that the greatest gift you can give any human being is your 100% presence in the given moment. Like give the person you meet your absolute best energy. Even even if it's just a you know very, very short, it can be a just look in the eye or it can be a longer conversation. If If you are there with that ambition and commitment, Things change. Yeah, when you when you say that, you know, you can just look at someone and that that is a touch point. And I guess in some ways, as we try to define what a conversation is, we're kind of thinking that that also counts as a conversation you know mm. yeah conversations yeah. are everywhere yeah and and if you look at it from this lens that we're exploring now you you could even argue that you are never not in conversation so you're always in conversation with someone or something 
And for me, it's a, it's a, it's a healthy way of reminding myself that I'm interacting with the world and I need to, I need to help myself do that in the, in the best of ways. And by thinking of it in a way that you're in conversation, you also have a choice of how you conduct yourself and what you, mm. what you choose to do with each of those moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practically speaking for me, it means that I, I then need to ask myself, what type of conversation do I want in this given touch point? So it, it, it offers me a perspective where I get on the balcony and before I just go into something, I, I, I reflect upon what type of conversation would I like to be part of here? And then I take my part of creating that conversation. Sometimes it works, other times it doesn't. But just the fact that I think about what type of conversation should we have here does something. And we can get further along into that uh, in, in a little while as well, because I think you know that is one of the exciting things about conversations is that they're accessible to everybody in the organization. And, and that leads me to, to one of the three points that we've kind of been uh, dancing around for a little while. The first one being that organizations are conversations. So if we break it down, you know, of course, organizations are people, but what do we do to, to connect between the islands uh, of each individual? So that's a really interesting take, I think. Um, but what... What led you to to sort of think about it in that way? I think for, for me, the starting point was actually the realization that change is changing conversations. So the way change actually manifests is in a changed conversation. So if you've changed something, a conversation will have changed, or at least that's a good measure for the amount of change that you that you do. And it goes for any change you can think of. You, you can think of it in the context of a conversation you need to change. And it makes it very practical and, and you, uh, accessible to everyone because everyone has the power to change a conversation. So for me, this realization that change is not something, you know, a plan and a Gantt diagram, change is a much more organic um conversational thing really we'd like to think of it as a as a as a very structured kind of rational thing but in essence it's a dance it's a conversation and therefore we need to we need to equip ourselves with both the capabilities but also the mindset of being great uh, conversation holders mm. yeah it, it it's exciting that it that it is accessible to all and i i think we were inspired quite recently by this term that, you know, smallest, biggest, and that conversations are the smallest, biggest thing that we could leverage or that we could play with when it comes to change. Um, and in the process of, of changing a conversation, of going in and thinking, should I try to do this slightly differently? We're actually changing ourselves along the way, changing our mindsets and, and the actions that that follow um and, and that's what this is really all about yeah because it it, it it also sets you free 
somehow, because if you allow yourself to think about what type of conversation do we need here and how should I, what kind of role should I play in this, that's also a way of getting out of stereotyping yourself and and always feeling that you have to take this or that role. There's a tendency that we fall into the trap of this is who I am and, and I'm not this, which is very often a limiting belief, really. Um, so in this sense, I'm, I'm, I'm offered the opportunity to step into a conversation a little bit different than what I did yesterday. And for me, at least, it's, it feels liberating also because I'm grappling with something that I can influence. So when I meet with someone for dinner somewhere, just the fact that I think about what type of conversation should we have, should we talk about your work, my work, should we talk about who are you and what made you who you are, or should we talk about, you know, the, the, just thinking about that makes me show up differently. In essence, what we are, what we're exploring here are two different levels or, of conversations. Meaningful conversations in our everyday and in, ever, in our everyday at the workplace as well, uh, and being able to influence that. And then from an organizational perspective, trying to maybe pinpoint the conversations that you might want to change if you want to make a transformation happen in a certain area. So these are two big areas that we're going to try to explore in this podcast series um, with the likes of uh, business leaders like Mass Nipper um, and others and thought leaders, David White, Priya Parker and any others that we find mm -hmm. who really have something cool to, to to say on this topic, and but this is this is a explorative journey. We're not coming here saying that we have the answers to anything. We we're coming here saying we're super curious and and we think we're in a good position to be asking some cool questions. But we but we are saying that it's it's it is a missing element in many leaders toolbox putting attention to the potential in changing conversations or or doing a meeting makeover in your organization where you bring awareness to what could our meetings be and how do we train our people to create super meaningful touch points that art or science if you may is very often underestimated and and very often we don't it's only recently we started to train people in real conversations. So we just take it for granted that if you're human, you can engage in meaningful conversations with other people. That's actually not the case. For most of us, we need to train new things. We need to be much more curious. We need to listen with like almost like an, an intimate act like listening, really listening, instead of waiting for your next opportunity to say something. We need to train ourselves to ask questions to which we don't have the answer so that we're inviting other people 
to co-explore something together and where we're creating something that no one owns. And all of these skills are, are very often not given to us deliberately by anybody. And I think there is something in, in, in bringing awareness to this. Yeah. So while we will be exploring some of the bigger thoughts on conversations and how they change us and our organizations, we will also try to get kind of practical mm -hmm. um, within each episode so that people who are listening mm -hmm. can also take something away straight into their everyday and test something out. Because that's the other thing is that really we'll just need to be experimenting with this for, for some time. Yeah, and I got a, I got a lesson uh, a few years ago uh, from from a, a musician called Peter Bastian, who is unfortunately no longer with us. But before he died, he he shared with me um, uh, his you could say blueprint for what is a great conversation. And his reference point is being a musician, so creating music and art together with other people, which is very equivalent to what you would do in a management group when you have a management meeting, or at least you could use that metaphor. And what he taught me was that there are three things that really defines whether you're creating art together or whether the, you're just going through the motions. The first one is that he made me aware that it only takes one with less ambition Uh, in the in the in the room for us to play average so we all have to share an idea about what is it that we want to do together so so a big dream is is number one number two is i need to and everyone needs to be super aware of what they are giving to this conversation what are they bringing what is my gift into this conversation what is my role in this conversation and i need to commit to give my absolute best and i also need to practice so i show up in the in the best of ways that's that's number two number three is maybe the most interesting part and that was that you need to have an awareness on how to make the others better in the conversation so besides playing my instrument at my very best i need to do it with a consciousness where i also make the other participants play to their best so that in the best of world we all play better together than we could have played individually and and for me that was kind of it was easy for me to apply that to a conversation for myself because i can literally now think about my ambition on behalf of the meeting i can think about what is my gift into this and i can think about how do i make the others play better so so i think we can break this down actually to something actionable so that is creating art is having mm. those three elements in place mm. so we can use that framework to talk about this podcast as well mm. so we have a big dream and that is to to hold space for cracking some part of the nut of conversations and how they change us and our organizations and the mastery that that we will be bringing is that Steve you, you've been working in organizations for 25 plus years um and in and out of loads of different organizations mm. and i also know that you have uh, have been focusing on this topic 
in your personal life as well mm. in 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 various forms so you'll be bringing that to the table right yes i will <laughs> i mean i'm 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 a geek in this space i mean and 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 maybe i've gone too far i mean when i at my 50th birthday i i was i was generating these cards to inspire a real conversation between people that might not know each other really well but but i'm really i don't like shallow conversations i i I really want conversations that are meaningful and I I'm perfectly aware that meaningfulness is different from human to human but but you can at least have the ambition of saying okay could we talk about this rather than just collapse into uh, a shallow conversation a small talk conversation there is space for that and it's all good but I would like to push that so so I'm doing that in 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 a, I always think about Even if I'm going to a, a party somewhere, I'm thinking about what would I like to talk about, and which conversations would it be cool to have. So I'm a little bit of a geek. <laughs> <laughs> Great, and I'm looking forward to you you bringing that part, and and I'll be bringing questions and curiosity and holding the space for that. And uh, and to be honest, we've not done a podcast series before, so we're no experts. Uh, But we'll be we'll be giving this our best shot, inviting really cool people. And as to the third point, which is you know how do we play off each other, we are going to just try our best to focus on the topic at hand, the questions as as the primary focus, make space for the really interesting perspectives from our our guests, and, and otherwise we'll just play and see what what happens. Let's do it. <laughs>